0: a seat and so we can start another installment of the Nathan series. What does Nathan mean? To give or given. Yes. What are the three words we've said so far? Everything. Given. Give Share. Yes. Nailed it. You guys are killing it. Uh, and so tonight I uh, our word is the next word in our series in a sentence, which is everything is given to share and multiply as grace for others, which means tonight our word is multiply. Who loves math class? Ooh, 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 ooh. Multiplication. Yeah, yeah. Multiplication is like the fun type of math, you know? Division? I'm not into dividing people, you know? I'm not into that. Addition? It's kind of lame. Subtraction? Sounds negative. Multiplication is the best. All right, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to get started. Jesus, we love you. Lord, help us to quiet our souls right now, Lord. Help us to just be ready to receive whatever it is that you have to say, God. And I pray, Lord, that whatever you want to say, that you would say it tonight through me, Jesus. That you'd say it through our D groups, God, and that you'd just get us out of the way, Lord, so that we can... You, Jesus. We want to be people who are totally in on your multiplication, God. Thank you that you can take our little itty-bitty efforts, Lord, and you can multiply them, and it leads to true life. We love you, Jesus. In your name, amen. All right, so multiply is our word. And you know, God really loves to multiply things. God loves to multiply things. He's not into uh, just adding to things, and he's definitely not into dividing things. He's into multiplying things. And so God loves to, God loves to multiply your provision, you know, and just think about, we're going to think about some stories in scripture. And, uh, one of them is, uh, the feeding of the 5,000, right? God loves to multiply. How many loaves did they have for our Bible scholars in the room? Five loaves. How many fish did they have? Two, right? And they turned that into feeding 5,000 people. It's amazing. God loves to multiply provision. God loves to multiply creation. Did y'all ever think about that? Like creation itself is meant to continue to multiply itself, right? So a flower like, has the seeds in it that, that spread and lead to more flowers. It's like all this stuff. And I don't know how to say all that because I'm not a science person. But his creation is meant to continue to expand and grow and multiply. It's awesome. You know that space is like always growing and expanding? That's cool. It's like It's like God's... God's life is just expanding and, and multiplying. It's awesome. God multiplies his salvation. And for uh, for our life groups, we've been going through the book of Mark and remember the story about the guy who was, who was uh, demon-possessed and he was living in the tombs and everybody was scared of him. And, and God, uh, Jesus saved demons out. And then he says, go on and tell all your family and friends about this so that they can too be free. So when God saves us, He doesn't just want it to stop with us. He wants to multiply it and lead to other people, right? It's awesome. And God wants to multiply His life inside of you. And so God doesn't want to just multiply the blessings in your life. He wants to multiply you. Like, He wants to multiply the life of Jesus inside of you. And and that's an amazing thing because uh, God doesn't want to just add to it. He didn't want to just say one plus one equals two. He wants to multiply it. And here's the cool thing, because I know we're talking about the Nathan Initiative, and so we're talking about giving, we're talking about providing, but God, He wants to He wants to multiply you, and He wants to do it through, through discipleship, right? That's what Jesus did. And so I want to touch on that, too, because it's so important that we get it, that God wants to turn you into many uh, disciples, and He wants to t- turns those many disciples into even more disciples. And so just imagine this. Imagine we were trying to do things by um, um, addition. You can put that chart up. I know I'm going to show a chart and that's, that's weird because it's not supposed to be math class, but check this out. Okay, imagine, imagine that you, stick with me, imagine that you were like a superstar evangelist and you led one person to the Lord every single day of the year. That would be pretty amazing. And it would be pretty cool. But think about that as it adds up. That's the left column here. It would add up in 16 years, you would, save, you would see 5,840 people saved, which is pretty incredible. But think about if you started discipling people and taught them how to disciple other people. At first, it would turn out not not a whole lot. You'd just be like 2, 4, 8, 16, right? But by the end of it, in 16 years, you would have had 65,000 people discipled because you chose to disciple and make that multiply. Now, say, what if you did a group of four people each time and all those three disciples kept making disciples? Then you would reach 43 million people in just 16 years. I mean, that's crazy, Like, that's the power of multiplication, right? And that's how God wants to move through us. He doesn't want to just, he didn't want you to keep the life inside. He wants you to pass it on to people who pass it on. And if you say just two more years, so so it's 18 years, then you would reach half the United States of America uh, in 18 years if you discipled a group of four, uh, a degroup of four people every single year. And if you went two more years, you would reach like half the globe. Uh, In in just 20 years. I mean, it's just incredible. And so basically, here's what I'm trying to say is God wants to take his life and he wants to multiply it. He wants to turn the the little itty bit of life inside of you. He wants to turn it into crazy amount of life and he wants you to pass it on. And God also wants to do that uh, with our obedience and giving. And that's how we're connecting this to the Nathan Initiative. He wants to multiply the the offering, the obedience that that he's calling you to do. So whatever you have to give, God wants to multiply it. And sometimes when we come up to something like the Nathan Initiative, we're thinking, man, what's my place? What's my part? And Jesus is saying, obedience. If you just obey, if you obey what I'm calling you to do, then I'm going to make it so much more impactful than you can even know. I want to look at a story in Scripture. It's in John uh, chapter 21. And it's about one of Jesus' uh, Jesus' miracles of multiplication, and specifically about fish. I don't know why, but God kept multiplying food. And that's cool, because I love food, so we're going to use that story. Um, Okay, so let me read this. John 21, verse 1 through 11. It should be up on the screen as well. This is after Jesus resurrects. Okay, after this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathanael of Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, that was John and James, uh, and two others of his disciples were together. And Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. It's very matter of fact. And they said to him, we will go with you. Also very matter of fact. Uh, did they really talk like that? It's <laughs> weird. Uh, they went out and they got in the boat. And, but that night they caught nothing. And just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know it was Jesus. And Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? And they answered him, No. And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. And when they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid out on it and bread. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you've caught. So Simon Peter went aboard, and they hauled the net ashore full of large fish 153 of them and although there were so many the net was not torn okay pretty awesome story but it's also like okay why did jesus why did jesus do this right so i want to just do a couple uh, show you a couple points where i think jesus did this and what it teaches us about multiplication the first thing is that listen jesus multiplies obedience Okay, if you want to know what does Jesus multiply, he multiplies our obedience, okay? And because really, if you think about this story, it's really ridiculous. Like the things that Jesus told them to do, it's totally bizarre, right? Because these are professional fishermen, okay? They've been doing this a while. Peter's been doing this a while, okay? He knows how to fish, and he's been out there all night long, okay? And so it's not like they missed the one spot in the whole leg where there were fish. Like, he knows how to fish, and yet he didn't catch anything. And some rando comes out and is like, hey, just put it on the other side. I mean, this is, this is like stranger danger. What's going on here? Who's this guy who's telling me how to fish? And the weird thing is that they do it, you know? Like, what, I would have been like, dude, I know how to fish, okay? Uh, I'm pretty sure there's not fish right there because there wasn't fish right here, okay? So this is ridiculous. Why is Jesus doing this? And I think that, um, you know, Jesus wasn't telling them to do the common sense thing. He wasn't telling them to do the smart thing. And, you know, so many times in our life, we're going to be faced with a decision. Are we going to do the thing that looks like it makes sense? Are we going to do the thing that will, that will make us look all good? Are we going to do the thing that makes us look cool? Or are we going to obey Jesus? Because really what Jesus was doing was he was offering them a chance to obey. Okay, and sometimes it looks crazy, but obedience is what Jesus blesses and multiplies. Jesus calls us to simple obedience. Just put the net on the other side and see what God might do. And uh, yeah, he's not even looking for the person with the most skill. He's not looking for the person who's like, yeah, like that's who I should bless. That's who I should multiply the things in their life. It's like, no, he's just looking for people who say yes. Are we willing to say yes to the next thing that God has for us, even if it doesn't look like the right thing to do? And so for us at Antioch Fort Worth, right, God's calling us to be a part of this thing called the Nathan Initiative. He's calling us to give. And there's a simple obedience that we are called in this season as a church, as a family together. It's just to be generous. It's just to give. And there's no like right way and wrong way to give. It's just, just obey. Just take it one step. Say yes to this call that God has for us as a family and see what God might multiply it. Every option is different for us all throughout life. But if we can just look for where Jesus is and just obey, then we know God's going to. Okay, second thing, Jesus multiplies in order to reveal himself. I love that in verse 7, it's like he calls out to them, but it's not until the fish get multiplied that John is the one he's referring to. He's saying, Oh my gosh, this is Jesus. He's, this, is, this is our Savior, and he realizes what's going on. And so Peter freaks out, and he jumps out into the water, and he runs to Jesus. I love that because it's, it's God saying, hey, I care about you so much. I'm going to reveal myself to you, and it's through multiplying blessings in your life. And so there's a part of God that you'll never see unless you put yourself in a position for Jesus to multiply something. There's a part of God you're never going to see unless you just obey and watch how God multiplies it. Because it shows his heart and his love to us. And uh, it's not even when Jesus spoke to them that they realized it was him. It was when they obeyed and then they saw the multiplication. That they saw his character and that it was good. And so, man, don't miss out. In this Nathan initiative, we have an opportunity to see a new part of God. If we just step out in obedience, right? And if we just say, hey, I'm looking for Jesus. I'm looking for wherever he is. I'm looking for his character. I'm looking for his goodness during this season because I'm in on this Nathan initiative. And so we need to be looking for Jesus everywhere we go. We need to be looking for these moments of blessing and multiplication. We need to be looking for miracles. We need to be looking for generosity and say, man, I want to celebrate that. I want to be a part of that. I want to step into that. And we need to be looking for just Nathan all over, right? Just look for Nathans, you know? I mean, like, literally, even if you find, if you find some Nathans, like, take their picture and be like, Nathan, you know? Be weird about it, you know, because we're looking for Nathans, like Nathan Cooner. Just go give him a hug, you know? Because we just need to be in that mindset of like, I'm looking for Nathan. I'm looking for God on the move. I'm looking for him multiplying things. If someone can get like, if someone can get, like, ten selfies with Nathan Cooner this week, like, I'll give you something. I'll give you a prize or something. You know, like, let's just, let's just get Nathans everywhere. If you go to the mall and just look for Nathan, just call it out, Nathan! And you take videos, send them to me because I, I, I think that would be awesome. And it just gets us in the mindset, right, of, like, I'm just everywhere I go. I'm looking for Nathan, you know. Every Nathan you find, invite them to church, you know. And they won't understand it until they get here, and they're like, oh, snap. I'm a celebrity, you know, Nathan, let's look for God. Last point here, Jesus, he multiplies things because he loves us. And here's the cool thing, guys, is that this story is, it means so much more than having lots of fish, because here's the context of this story. The last time that Peter was doing something with Jesus, he was denying Jesus. He was turning his back on Jesus and the last time that they really had a meaningful encounter, Peter Peter was saying, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll be with you to the end." And then he goes out and he, he gets afraid, and Jesus is arrested, and so he turns his back, and he with curses it says he says, "No, I don't know him, I don't know him, I don't know him." And he denies him, and so here's the amazing thing about this story is that um, oh, here's the other context is that it, this is a repeat miracle for Peter. Because when Jesus called Peter to follow him, he did the exact same miracle. He multiplied his, his catch of his fish. And so when this happens, when you see Peter like process what's going on, he's thinking, oh my goodness, it's, it's Jesus. And he didn't come back to be mad at me and to tell me how wrong I was to deny him. He came back to say, hey, Peter, remember how I called you? I'm still calling you. I still believe in you. I still love you. And that's why Peter just freaks out and runs to Jesus and gives him a hug, right? Because he's like, I didn't realize that he was this good, that his love was this good. And so Jesus multiplies things, not so that it can be like, oh, look at you. Look at you. You're so amazing. He does it because his love is so amazing. And, and he wants us to experience his love. And he didn't want us to just get a taste. He wants to multiply it. And so he'll do things like multiply fish because it means so much more to Peter than it would to anybody else. So Jesus isn't going to multiply fish in your life unless that really means something to you. Then maybe he will, right? But he's going to multiply something that speaks to your heart that says, hey, Jake, I see you and I love you, right? And he's going to multiply, saying, say, Emily. Sorry, we have multiple Emilys, but I was looking at this Emily, Sorry. Hey, I see you, and I love you, right? That's what God's going to do. He's going to multiply things in your life that speak his love. That's why it's so incredible. And so, listen, we're, we're in this Nathan initiative, and, uh, and I really believe that God wants, God wants us to step out and just watch him multiply it. And again, I said, you know, at the beginning, and many of us think, man, what can really be my part in this thing? I mean, we're talking about a lot of money. We're talking about a lot of people who are in on this thing. What's my, what's my part really going to count? And Jesus is saying, if you'll just obey me, I'll show you my character, and my character is loving. And so I'm going to take that little step of obedience, and I'm going to multiply it. And in a few years, when, when we're filling that new auditorium up, and people are encountering Jesus, you're saying, wow, I was a part of that. I was a part of, I was a part of people encountering Jesus because I simply just obeyed and I just took a step of faith and I just became a generous person. A few years down the line, when you have uh, more money, more responsibility, right? When you have a family someday and you're trying to make decisions about how you're going to live your life, you're going to be shaped by this opportunity to see God move and say, I'm going to be generous no matter what, because I believe that God's going to take care of me and he's going to what he's given me. And so it's it's about multiplying our gifts, our generosity, so that our city can encounter Jesus.